Hey, this is Cole Williams, and you're listening to Dash Radio. Welcome to the world of music. Discover new music. Do you want to be the first to know? Pay attention. This is Dash Daily Discovery with DJ Harper. Yep, we are excited to be here today. My name is DJ Hoppa. I am excited to have Cole Williams with me in studio. Hi. Hello, how you doing? You've got such a great <laughs> spirit and energy to you. I mean, I could sense it the first time I just met you. Oh, um, that's yeah. really sweet. No, you do. I You've try got... very hard. Yeah. It's a lot <laughs> I don't, of work. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think that that comes very, very naturally I get it from you. my mama. There you go. There you go. <laughs> um, you are living down in New Orleans. Yes. Uh, you're originally from Brooklyn. Yes, by way of Jamaica, West Indies. Oh, My family's nice. Jamaican, so I grew up in East okay. Flatbush nice. in Brooklyn, New York. So all Caribbean people. Yes. I didn't really have any experiences with like Americans until yeah. I went to high school and it was diverse. Right. Yeah, it was like Asians. Right. Spanish, you're like, whoa, where, where am I? <laughs> this is not the New I'm, York I know. Yeah, like I'm in America, but I don't know any Americans. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, I mean, it's interesting because you end up in certain neighborhoods and you're right. You know, I mean, like there are certain neighborhoods. I mean, even here in L.A., you know, there's certain pockets where it won't feel like the rest of L.A. You know, you'll be That's in a pocket beautiful. and it'll be. Yeah. And I think like there is something great about that, especially, you know, not to get too political here, but obviously we are a country of immigrants. And, Absolutely. you know, uh, what you'll find then is these great pockets throughout the country and throughout cities where culture is being preserved. And that's such a beautiful thing. That's that's special. Um, you, you named it. You yeah, said it. Yeah. I Preserving think it's, culture. Like, that's what America is all about. Yes. That's what I believe. That's what it should be about. <laughs> that's what it should be about. Some some people in office would disagree. But, um, yes, no, I'm very excited <laughs> to have you here. Uh, speaking of, we Where? have a song called Free uh, that you brought us. Yeah. And um, there's also another song that you're going to have to rattle off for me. Uh, something about a pot and a pan. A bowl and a pot and a pan on top of a plate. Yes. So that's a real story. Yes. That's really what was <laughs> left in my fridge by uh, a former roommate. Okay. Um, roommate, like, from hell. And I, I think everybody has that story. So I actually started writing that song as soon as she walked into my living room. That's amazing. Um, it was just like breakup evacuation. Ah, I broke up with my boyfriend. Ah, I don't have a place to stay. Ah, help me, help me, help oh, me. Oh, my. You know, and it's like... She crossed boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like she created a lot of great fodder for a song, though. <laughs> she sure did. I wrote it when I was in Portland on tour. There it is. Mm-hmm. There it is. Well, I want to get into all of that and want to get into that music. But first, I would love to know and to share a bit more about your story and how how music entered your life. How much time you got? <laughs> we got, we okay. got a lot of time. All right. Well, I started playing classical piano at the age of four. So okay. four to 17, I was a pianist. Um, I sang in my church choir. Um, My family just had me immersed in music. Mm. Um, I didn't know that I wanted to be a musician. I just knew I wanted to work for myself. Were any of them musicians? Um, Everybody sings or plays an instrument. Um, The only person that actually went professional was my older cousin. Okay. And she was in a gospel group when when I was growing up, but she never um, took it that far. Got it. And then I have a cousin that um, used to be in Fela, yeah, Fela and the Lion King. He was a, he's a dancer. Oh, nice. Yeah. So like in my generation, um, 
you know, when you're first generation American, yep. um, your family really just has this idea of what success is. And it's mm. like being a lawyer, doctor. being a doctor, mm-hmm. being an accountant, yep. you know, something really stable. Mm-hmm. And they gave me this beautiful gift of music. And it's like, how don't you expect me to use it? Yeah. So um, when I was in college, I was studying psychology and I was just like really bored. I just thought like, is this my life? Like sitting in an office, sitting in a room, looking out of a window. And like my last semester, I just left Mm. and just went to pursue music. And then I went back to study classical voice because then I really wanted to get into like my voice and everything. Right. And got my degree in voice. Got your degree in voice. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So tell me a little bit more about that. Like what, when you're studying and and you're going to receive your degree in voice, what are some of the things that maybe the average person doesn't consider or doesn't really think about or know about when it comes to the voice? Because we all obviously have one. So, oh my God, it's so loaded. It's like, so you have to know, you have to understand music. So you are a musician. Right. Your instrument is just on the inside. Right. Um, so you have to be able to communicate with musicians. You have to be able to sight read and sight sing and interpret all in real time. Mm. Um, you have to be able to sing in different languages. So like I have to sing songs in German and um, in French. Wow. Um, Italian, American art songs, just like a really diverse range. And then also thinking about your voice. Like, mm. is this song appropriate for your voice? So like you're learning all of these things. And then you don't really know them. So you have a teacher and you have a coach that you work with. Wow. And they give you tips and tools. And, you know, it's like getting rest. You know, if your voice is not rested, like you lose range. So mm. My voice is always lower in the morning um, than it is like maybe at 6 p.m. in the evening mm. because it just needs to warm up like mm-hmm. with water and mm-hmm. hot tea. Um, like understanding like what the vocal cords look like. Like it's like this tongue sh- tongue-shaped yeah, muscle, it's, it's, it's kind and of it vibrates like yeah. the higher that you sing like mm. the quicker the vibrations and mm. the lower you sing the like wider and thicker so it's like all this the psychology science, yeah, the, the, science. the science even behind it yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so it's, it's quite interesting I, I liked it and then you have juries um, at the end of each semester you have to perform the music that you've been working on all year in front of the entire faculty mm. so you said it's juries they call it juries L- like, like a jury for a trial <laughs> that's, you, that's what you feel like your life is there. on the line it's like all right cole williams <laughs> guilty and then like the first time i had jerry so i like you know i just like to dress the way i like to dress i like to feel um i just feel my personality in my clothes so i dressed in like these purple leggings these purple boots it was really cute but purple sweater but it was like inappropriate for juries like you have to wear a gown so it's like not about your personal funky style. Right. It's about like proper. Proper. And I was just lost. I was like, I don't know what to wear. And then I ended up on this show, this pilot on TLC called I've Got Nothing to Wear, <laughs> where <laughs> the premise was taking my old clothes, recycling them through FIT students. Yeah. So that I would have something to wear to my juries. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So it was like three episodes. So I was on one of those episodes. Nice. Yeah. And so is this, is this, a, I mean, you're very stylish. Thank you. So I'm, ma- I'm mixing match patterns. So right now, like, what do I have on? I have on plaid, like a plaid, like shirt. Okay. And a and like lace. a lace. And Body some... suit. I like lingerie. So I like always double lingerie is like okay. outerwear. Okay. And then what is this? Animal print. Like yeah. 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 I call it my Blanche Devereaux the golden girl oh yeah okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> nice oh you call the pants that yeah 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 it's there you my go style, you know there you go little golden girls, little reference. Golden girls reference i love it <laughs> um all right so 
interesting enough, like, so you've studied your voice and really dialed this in. So let me ask you then, is there a real critical approach then when it comes to creating music for yourself? Like, are these things, like now knowing this, is this restrictive in any way for you? Like, do you feel like, oh, I can't sing that because my voice is not mm. there? Or, or does it help That's a in good that question. Yeah. You know, I will say that I know what songs are appropriate for my voice and my style. So, mm. like, even more than the voice, you know, like, you learn all this stuff and then you throw it away. That's what they tell right. you. You just, you right. get all this technique, but then you can't think about technique when you're singing creating. music or creating. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, I, at this point, I do know the songs that, like, fit me best. Mm. Like, I'm a storyteller. So I really feel like I can't sing unless I believe in the story. Yep. So even when I sing cover songs, like I'll sing A Change Is Gonna Come or I'll sing um, some Mahalia Jackson or some mm -hmm. Al Green, but just like artists that I relate to or some Lauryn Hill, right. you know, stuff like that. Right. So I think like when you get to know your voice, you're really getting to know yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, like any good vocal teacher will just bring it out of you. Yep. And then um, it's up to you. It's like how much do you want to expose? I love it. I love it. I want to play free first here so tell me a little bit more about free i'm free you are free you are <laughs> well free. i wrote this with um i co-wrote this with a producer friend of mine um in paris mm. and um he just started playing this melody and it was just stream of consciousness but i just wrote it from a place of like i want everybody to feel free mm. i feel like we have so many constrictions we have so many um, people telling us who to be what to be when to be it what to wear to jury <laughs> yeah you know right and, and like and it's like all this information just clouding you yeah and like everybody inside of them like knows who they are mm. um what they want to do deep down inside and it's about being brave it's about like standing on your own it might not be the popular truth mm -hmm. but like you stand in your truth and it's like if you build it they will come that's yep. how i built my thing yeah and um that's what the song is about just like exploring your freedom Sounds good. Let's do it. Uh, we've got Cole Williams hanging out with us here in studio on uh, Dash Daily Discovery. And, and I'm going to play her song called Free right here, right now. Do not go anywhere. More with her in just a moment.
Discover new music and new artists. The Dash Daily Discovery with DJ Harper. I just want to be free. That's right. That's right. Cole Williams. Give me hanging, free. Yeah. Cole Williams <laughs> hanging out with me here in studio at Dash. Um, we were just talking about artistry and being able to share this art with others and this concept and idea that you've inspired people or that you continue to inspire people through music. And uh, you noted that uh, you're, that's still a concept that you're trying to wrap your head around. Yeah. 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 It's like, you know, music comes naturally mm-hmm. to me. And then when I write and I compose and I produce, it's, the, it's like stream of consciousness. Like I lock myself in a room, you know, with a drink. Yeah. I just get out to go to the bathroom and right. like I'm just like my eyes are wide open, you know, and I leave. I'm like, what did I just do? Like, what just happened? And then right. to like have people appreciate it mm. and then have people relate to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like, you know, younger children, like young girls, they like, look up to me and yep. it's like really weird, honestly. <laughs> like I'm still trying to wrap my brain around it because I know what it was like for me to look up to like older singers. Yep. Or I still look up to people. Yeah. It's like I'm in awe. So I just oh I still in my mind I'm still 17 years old in my mind like I like, I'm like five yeah <laughs> okay so you can babysit me. right 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 yeah I'll baby I'll babysit you and somebody's got to babysit me so on National good. Tequila Day is that what it is yeah right yeah. exactly on that exactly so we definitely need some babysitting um, I think that's such an interesting concept though because you know at some point yeah you become somebody like. Obviously, you've had some success with the music you've put out and, you know, being able to create these different opportunities for yourself. And, you know, there are people that look to that and like, you know, you're, you're living the dream, essentially. Like this is what, you know, people aspire to do. And yeah. um, in that, do you ever feel as though, yeah, this is great and this is the dream, but... I'm still so far from where I want to be. Do you ever feel that? Every day. Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. That's why I was you, making sure it was to just be. Nah, I thought, I thought it was just right, me. Okay, I was good. like, so, right. I would say it's because I'm Jamaican right. and we have to have like 10 jobs. Yeah, but right. I, you know, like I definitely think like, when do you stop pushing? Or like, mm. when do you, when, when do you like reach your goal? And it's like, you reach your goal. And then I guess There's for people one. like us, like we just set other goals. Yeah. You know, for me, community is such a big part of my music. Like, mm. even in Brooklyn, um, I just believe it takes a village. Mm. And so, like, what New Orleans, for me, has done is, like, the community has been so receptive and so giving. Mm. And, like, in real time, like, I'm giving back to the community, like, with working with children and after-school programs. That's and awesome. other artists. And, you know, I'm definitely, like, one of those artists that, you know, I'll ask somebody to sit in with me. Mm. You know, it's like, I understand what it's like to not have a platform yep. and what it's like to be offered a platform. Right. And it's like, I like to be the latter where it's like, you know, there's space for all of us. Yep. Yep. And I think, I mean, that's obviously a very um, mature and secure position to have, mm-hmm. right? Like that, that comes from, I think you talked about it a little bit about like finding your voice and really understanding what's meant for you and yeah. what's meant for you is not going to be meant for somebody else. And so I do find, especially in, you know, in the music world, or just in the world in general, I think there's, we live in a society in which people are constantly comparing themselves yeah. to other people, kind of constantly looking to the left and to the right. Mm-hmm. And it's easy, I think, for um, people to have this mindset where there can only be one. Absolutely. So I've got to make sure that I do whatever I can to keep 
my competition out of my way. Absolutely. There can only be one. And that is so far from the truth. It is. And, yeah. you know, I'll say this as well. I think um, as a person of color, as a woman of color, um, you're like taught from a very early age, like in the music industry, that there's only room for like one type right. of this right. um, person of color singer. Mm -hmm. um, there's only one place for this person. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's something that you're definitely like having to push those thoughts away. Yep. Um, there's space for everyone. And it's about like what your career is and mm -hmm. what you do and yeah, being secure in that. And it's, it's different every day. Some days I wake up and I'm super confident. Hmm. And some days I wake up and I have to like find my confidence. How do, how do you do that? How, how do you personally do that? Well, you know, I have to take space. Hmm. Like it definitely comes from me taking some space. I get back into my spirituality. Um, you know, I burn sage. Hmm. You know, I think, I journal, um, pull up my Bible if I need to, mm -hmm. speak to my mom. But just to really be around the people that I grew up with, like my cousin, yep. um, my mother, my aunt. Recenter. Yeah, recenter. Yeah, like, right. you know, because like to them, I'm just like, just yeah. a regular, regular <laughs> right. old cold. Like, right. you know, I'm not, I'm not a singer. You know, I'm not anybody famous. My grandmother thinks I'm a dancer. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, right. she doesn't realize, like, what, what, what this business is. So, sure. you know, it's like every day it's different. You know, yeah. sometimes I'm, I might just need to get a better diet. I might just need mm. to eat some greens. Mm. You know, maybe I'm just, like, out of balance. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I need. We've had donuts sitting here on this table for a little <laughs> while. That's exactly what I need. Some greenery in my life. Get a green donut. Well, yeah, right. <laughs> I, I, yeah, that probably would have not not change anything. Or um, the green patron. Oh yeah, there we go. We've got a little little patron in here with uh, has a little green label on it. That could work. That might be able to do it. Um, all right, I gotta know this. I'm from I, New Orleans. Come on. Right. Yeah. No, we should crack that thing open for you. Um, I, I've got to know about. A bowl in a pot in a pan on top of a plate. Okay. What a name for a, a track. I love that. Let me tell you about this girl. So please do. This entire album, like I, I wrote it, I composed it, I produced it. Like I had no outside help. It was mm. just really was like my journey, my testimony about life. Okay. Like everything in here, I'm assuming that everybody has gone through these things. It just okay. felt real. So this song in particular, Bowl in a Pot in a Pan on Top of a Plate. <laughs> a former friend, she had like this breakup evacuation. She broke up with her man of like six years. She I was, was living with her man. She was living with her man she on the Lower East out. Side. Right. She, had, she wanted to move in with me. I lived in Bed-Stuy at that time. Uh, in Bed-Stuy, okay, Brooklyn. This is in Brooklyn. This yeah. is in Brooklyn. Okay. Um, she came in. She had like a pile of clothes. Like, I just need to stay here for a couple of weeks. And like, I just had a feeling. You know, you have a feeling like, uh-uh. Right. Like, uh. And you wanted to say no. I wanted to say no. And against my better judgment, you know, I said, okay. Okay. Like, she didn't respect boundaries, oh. like, um, late on the rent. But let me tell you something. So I wear waist beads, like belly chains. Okay. And so I was going on this tour for like three weeks. The night before I leave on tour, the waist beads break on the bed. I was like, is this an omen? Or something. Wow. And I'm like, I don't want to go on tour. So, I, you know, so there was two entrances into my apartment, through my room and then through her room. So I locked my side. A week later, I can't find her. Rent is due. Can't find the girl. I'm not picking up the phone. Her ex-boyfriend can't find her. Her mother can't find her. And are you in, are you on tour I'm on at tour. this point? So I'm like in right. Seattle. I'm in like um, Michigan. I'm in 
Portland. Like trying I'm to track over, her down on the phone. Trying to track her down. We're doing big shows. And um, so I called my soul brother. I said, brother, can you go over there? I'm going to need you to change the locks. So he goes over there, called the locksmith. He's waiting for the locksmith. Gets there. She's there. Opens the door. He was like, her face went white. Like oh, wow. she saw a ghost. He started taking pictures. He's like, sis, I'll call you back. There's like wine glasses on the side of the counter. There's like rotten avocado on the side of the stove. It's what? been a week. And then inside the fridge, she made like shrimp Alfredo or something. So there's like the residual food. And there is the bowl in the pot in the <laughs> pan on top of the plate. Because I told this girl, don't leave dirty dishes in the sink. So and she so put, them, she in the put them in the fridge? <laughs> what? So that's my metaphor for this is some crazy shit. Right. So whenever you see something crazy, you're just yeah. like, it's like a bowl in a pot and a pan on top of a plate. Because <laughs> it makes no kind of sense. No, it doesn't make I any have the footage. I have the pictures. I still so have it to what? this day. So what happened? Like, did she go on like a binge and just like? Um, you know, nobody really knows. Mm. But I think that she like, she might have been on drugs. Yeah, like, right. I think she might have been going through something. Yeah. And I just had to get her out. So I would try to like just be as peaceful as I could. I didn't want her to wreck my place. Right. So I just gave her like two weeks or something or a week to get out. And she left before the date. But like she stole things. She stole she clothes. Stole things. She stole like pillows, coffee mugs. Oh, my God. Yeah. She left in a blaze of glory. Wow. And then like drank my good bottle of wine, <laughs> smoked all my weed. Wow. Yeah. You know, you get back home from tour. Right. You just want to veg Relax. out. Relax. Yeah. yeah. So luckily, my brother was there. He cleaned up the place. Like my he, cat was he there. He deserves an award. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. Like my cat was there too, Snoopy. I'm like, oh my god, you had my cat going through this. You weren't taking out her litter. Oh. Did you Did you ask Snoopy what really went down? <laughs> Snoopy, no, Snoopy knows a I, whole I lot. I sure did. She, you know, yeah. she said, right. <laughs> and then you're like, I understand. Yeah. I got you. I got you. Uh, we're going to play this record here. Um, so good hanging out with you. Uh, we've got a little bit more. So we're going to play this song. We're going to come right back. Right. Do not go anywhere. We've got Cole Williams here in studio. This is a bowl in a pot in a pan on top of a plate right here True on story. Dash Radio. <laughs>
your own death. In fact, you faked the robbery. You smoked all of my weed. Thought you could fool me. But what's done in the dark will always come to light. Just call me CSI. Cradle to the nipple, don't make you in the round. in a pot in a pan on top of a plate yes, bowl sir. in a pot in a pan on top of a if plate if you say it three times bowl in, t- bowl in a pot in a pan on top of a plate what Turn happens to Beetlejuice oh, <laughs> still here thank god um, alright so we're hanging out with Cole Williams uh, you are such a lovely individual and a lovely human being I'm so glad uh-huh. to have met you and had you on the show thank you so much um, tell us a little bit more about what's coming up. I mean, you're here in L.A. You're playing a show. By the time this airs, that, that show will have been long gone. But tell me more. The show more. was amazing. Yeah, it was amazing. <laughs> it was wonderful. Um, tell me a little bit more about what's to come for the rest of the year for you. Um, doing lots more festivals. Um, I'm going to record my fifth album. Um, I'm putting out a single at the middle of August. Okay. Just like some new music. I just um, just been going through transition. Mm. Just like. And I don't know what the transition is, but I just have to put it out in the music. So I'm going to yeah. let the music lead. Yeah. And then like you'll I'll follow. follow. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. just like a lot of growing up in the music, like mm. more understanding of like who I am as an artist, like what my mission is. And like it's definitely to inspire and to empower. Yeah. Like the people. Yes. Like I'm all about the people. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I, I love that. In these that. times, you know, people it's need so something important. to believe in. Mm-hmm. And like I'm so fortunate to have like belief like I have um, faith Mm. you know and that's something that was instilled in me from a child so it's like if you don't have faith if you don't have hope you know what are you really living for so this is about like it doesn't matter who your God is what your God is Mm. if it's positive Mm. it's great you know we have church service like anytime I perform you know because it's really like that much 
I love a spiritual it. Feeling. I was just about to say, I, I need to come to a live show. I need to see you live. I and feel I, like you know, I, I play those bongos, like you know. Oh yeah. yeah! I'm instead of beating somebody's ass, I'm beating those bongos. <laughs> <laughs> get, Ladies, get you a pair of bongos. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I, and and by the way, there's very few things sexier than uh, a, a dope female percussion player. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Ah. I think so. Okay, now I know. Yeah. No, I think okay, so. Okay, gotta play it up. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. You give um, good advice. What's that? You give good advice. Oh, I, I hope so. Yeah. I hope I'm not steering you wrong. <laughs> um, you let me know how that works out for you. I don't. <laughs> I will, I gotta, the jury is still out. I gotta sex one. it up with yes. the bongos. Yeah. All right. I think so. Good. Like you know, build a whole solo around it. Yeah, and like yeah, really, yeah. you know. We do have really, like drum and drum and bongo solos. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. It's like, like break event. it all the way down and build that back up. Like yeah. create that anticipation. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. See, I think I, I definitely <laughs> see it. Um, well, we're very glad to have had you. I want to remind everybody that out there that you can listen back to this entire interview from start to finish on my website, hopperworld.com, now that it is aired on Dash. Uh, we've also got links back to all of Cole Williams' stuff, including uh, your streaming stuff on Spotify. And let them know what your uh, social media handles are. So it's Cole Williams with an S band on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook. Um, I'm on Google+. Plus. Oh, yeah. Oh, there I it is. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, Google+. Plus is. I don't even use that. <laughs> um, but you're on it. I'm on it. Yes. Um, and then Cole Williams Music is the website. Got it. And just like hashtag African Rock. Like African it's a movement. Rock. Yeah. There we go. There we go. Um, folks, it's been great having you. Thank you for joining us. We like to end things like this. Music is life, and life is good. Everybody, we will see you tomorrow. Have a good one.